Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Welcome to the Aussie Rugby Show in podcast form. If you're new to the setup, you can stay on top of and be a part of what's happening with the show simply by following Rugby Pass and the Aussie Rugby Show on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. And bit of a language warning in this week's episode. Enjoy. This is the Aussie Rugby Show brought to you by Extra Hop Stops Breaches 84% Faster. I'm Louise Ransom, joined as always by Drew Mitchell, Stephen Hoyles, Sean Maloney. How are we doing? Very well this week, Lou. We are at Rugby Australia, but we're as guests of the Rugby Club here in Sydney. Yeah. Uh, set up many, many years ago, formerly down near Circular Quay. Actually, was where the World Cup was conceived. And now they are, well, the archivists of a bunch of classic stuff, including this, Lou. 2007 jersey um, includes the signatures of uh, Drew Mitchell and uh, Stephen Hulls both. So they've got this amazing memorabilia now stocked here at Rugby Australia. And they're all about giving back to the grassroots, doing great things, Lisa, and the crew at the rugby club. Yeah, look at the museum here. It gives you a history of Australian rugby from start to finish. Um, lots happened here, hasn't it, Sean? A bit going on. A bit going on, yeah. Plenty going on. I've, sorry, guys, I'm coming off a pretty long weekend, so you're going to have to carry me through this one a bit. Standard. Yeah. Just, just being honest. It, what's the difference? Is every week's a, every, your life's a long weekend, Drew Mitchell. <laughs> uh, nice for some. Uh, OK, let's talk about weekends. What got you over the weekend, Hoylesey? Uh, look, I... Took, took in some action from the Premiership and I had, happened to notice the assistant referee catching himself on the big screen. You, you see that one, guys? I did so see he that. saw himself. He went in to make some sort of a... Get himself on TV, basically. Then what he saw, he wasn't happy with. So he went with the old suck the belly in and try and look about 10 pounds lighter. I think we've all been there and done that on the big screen at some stage. I used to actually puff my shoulders out to look bigger, but you probably did the same as I made up in the I'm north. trying to do it now. Uh, what got me was seeing some of our Aussie um, rugby girls go play in the NRLW over the weekend. And they just, for me, they stood out. It's, Charlotte Catholic was best on ground in her first ever game of rugby league. Um, a few hard carries early just to get a bit of the feel for it. But then after that, just was finding space. Scoots out a dummy half. Like, she was a threat. And also, like, zero missed tackles. She just did so well. Elliot Green played well. Um, you know, like, all the girls that went over there from rugby represented themselves and our game, like, so well. Mine was uh, completely outside of on the field. It was off. And I was watching a couple of the All Blacks at the Minor 10 Cup game uh, getting spooked by bees. So Dave Rennie, all he needs to do this weekend, unsettled Caleb Clark, so what do in the rest of the game, just roll out a hive. <laughs> Take a hive to Wellington and the Wallabies will win by 40, maybe 50. I've never seen Caleb Clark move that way in the other direction from contact. Which Wallaby player you reckon would be most likely to take a handful of bees out in a container? Tanila Tupo. Bees. 
Jeez. <laughs> well, Lockie Swinson, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> Old B-boy. Yeah. He wouldn't feel the beast thing. He wouldn't. Sure. Uh, Lou, anything? Take your fancy. Um, so the Springboks game over the weekend just basically looked like it. Uh, they hadn't played for a few months, let's yeah. say that. Uh, Argentina, though, on a plane out here for Australia. Who knows how long they have to quarantine when they get here, but they're on their way, which is a great thing. Yeah, like we always assumed that the, the South Africans and the Argentinians were going to need some warm-up games and that's exactly why, because they look rusty and, and we, were, we were rusty in the first couple of rounds of mm -hmm. Super, Super Rugby AU, so they've, they've had a longer period out of rugby than we have. Given too. that, is there a chance that perhaps Argentina might have another game like they did against Randwick down at Coogee or something in the lead-up? Is there time for that? Or? There, there would be, there oh, would be time for... there would be issues. There, uh, that, that would be the yeah, only issue. Yeah. You can't go taking a bunch of reprobates into an yeah. international. Who knows where they've been? Yeah, they'd end up like Sale. Yeah. The whole squad will have it. Sale yeah, over yeah. the UK. So. I think they'd be looking for a game, nice, yeah. but COVID will be the, the yeah, thing right. that stops it. But on the flip side of it, they're just going to have to have some really high-tech training yeah, sessions. Yeah, opposed yeah, sessions. Yeah. Maybe they should open those up and let people go yeah. and watch those as well. That'd be quite cool. Do you ever remember a uh, wallaby that came to your school or anything like that? Uh, no, I, my school got the opportunity to go and train with the Reds and yeah. I was... Um, I had Mark Connors, I had to stretch his hamstring back then, he just went there to stretch them. <laughs> I just remember his boot being about <laughs> this long and I'm trying to like, get his toe down. Yeah. And he had all these, like, you know, all these big studs and stuff yeah. and I just was like, well, I, can't. I just knew I, he wasn't getting any sort of a stretch from what I was giving him. But those little memories, you know, as a kid, you just, you know, like, no matter big, how big or small, it, it stays with you. So. Who, do you. Who was the one guy when you were a kid that you got to either be around in that sort of situation or train with that you then got to play alongside? Is I, I think Finnegan. Finnegan, yeah, like, yeah, okay. Because he had an association with... Yeah, with, with Randwick. Yeah, and he was one of my good mate, Pat Phoebes, he married his sister, so we kind of got to see him and then you, got, you actually got to see the personality behind it and, you, you, yeah, that was awesome. Actually, one other, it's a bit off script, it's rugby league, but I remember tons of Carol came down to my oh, rugby yeah. league. <laughs> Just big Tony Carroll. And it inadvertently put a massive shot on a young kid, you know, like when, you know, like you're sort of like, you're, you're playing a game, whatever, and he just couldn't stop his momentum, and then this other kid just... Like Boris just Johnson? Like bowled him yeah, like Boris yeah. Johnson. And from that point, I was like, Tony Carroll, and then obviously watching... That's where you got career. your big hits yeah, from. that's where I got yeah. my big shoulders from. You, Sean? Uh, classic, hard to say. Yeah, okay. yeah. Good little segment, you know. though. The big stories across the week. Uh, New Zealand rugby dumps the idea of a Pacifica side. Huge news from across the ditch and the Pacifica sort of group are not happy about this at all. Horsley, what would you make of it all? Yeah, I find it a little bit odd at the moment that I can understand for next year that they might not want to progress with it because there's still a fair bit of uncertainty. But I think everyone is agreeing that we need a Pacific side based in, sorry, Pacific side in the, you know, combination of an Australian-New Zealand competition. Like, there's no doubt about it. I'd really like to see them based in the Pacific. I don't like the idea of people talking about them based in Western Sydney yeah. or in some part That's of New Zealand. That's what they've come out to say, the Pacific group, yeah. that they would prefer to be based in Western Sydney now. And you imagine commercially that's going to be a big Yeah, I'm still thing. not convinced Western Sydney is going to be the right place for it. I think the Dural, the, if, if I'm looking at it and you want successful competitive teams, I think the Dural is the one you've got to go with because they're a side that's come out and they've... They've been the best side in the NRC in the last two years. Uh, I, I do find it really odd that they're now saying that, you know, they wanted three teams and they're, it's all about competition and they're talking to the Western Force only. Like, let's be honest, Western Force... Yeah. Yeah, they're talking to the Western Force because of Twiggy's money. That's, yeah, that's the only exactly. reason they're talking to the Western Force. They haven't won a game in the Super Rugby AU, so they're not the best side in Australian rugby. They're going to yeah, need a lot of work. Yeah, we would have to cut two sides yeah, from Super Rugby exactly AU so. to be part of their comp. I find how they're approaching it the last couple of weeks, I find... I feel as though it's a new administration in New Zealand rugby 
are trying to sort of stamp their authority and, and I don't think they're, doing, they're making the right calls at the I moment. Mean, they're, they're talking about it being about competition and, and any team that joins their competition has to be at a certain level, but then they talk to, like you say, uh, Twiggy Forest, Western Force, South Sea China, South Sea China, South China Tigers or Dragons yep. or whatever they are. But that was True. also a team that Twiggy's got a link with, you yep. know, in that mm. in that rapid sort rugby. of rapid rugby competition. So it, they're saying it's about competition, about the level of play, but really it's about cash. Yeah, like that's what it is. Like just come out and say it. If they want to, like, let's be honest, and we've said this, we've all had a chat on how many t- sides we think Australian rugby should have, but. The only way this would be successful is if Australian rugby and New Zealand rugby get together, put all their issues aside, and go, what's going to be the best competition? Just have a big lock in. I'd have like a big lock in, yeah. You like to mediate? 100%. I'd yeah. say sit down. Sit down. I'll get some pizzas. Everyone take your shoes off. Who, who, who wants flavor? cheesy crust? Yeah. Who wants a cheesy crust? Everyone one way wants to butter them up. Get your shoes off, let's yeah. sit around, and let's, let's nut it out. I mean, it would be so more beneficial for everyone, surely, if next year. We can have a situation where it's five and five. Oh, Adam, don't go down to five and five. Chat again, please, no, Sean. No, I'm telling you. We can't have five. If we have five and five, it's not going to be fair. They're going to attack the South China Lines. Yeah, they, I, I think. But maybe maybe our, our fifth over. might be Fiji and Drew or something. Like, you know, like in terms of the, if there's five, but still That's have right. a compliment. Yeah. It if may not be West and Force, it might not be something Look how well supported the Andrew was when it was in NRC. They were so fun to go to those games. It didn't matter where it was. It was in Fiji or it was in And they also proved that they could travel and still maintain We'll be right the next year. So what do you think? In five New Zealand? Four Australia I mean, and one Fiji. Is that what you're thinking? Like we said last week. Yeah. yeah. Away we go. So you want to get rid of an Australian side? You've just said that. I think. Yeah. No, I didn't. I, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't all say that. Not so, at all. But just going back to the Pacifica group, though, the, the word arrogance has been thrown out towards the New Zealand rugby sort of set up at the yeah. moment. Is is that fair? Do you think? Well, we don't understand exactly what's going on behind the scenes. There's, there's not just one Pacifica group. You got to remember, there's a Pacifica group, and then there's also the Kanaloa Hawaiian group, which is uh, there's an ownership which is a lot of the ownership is actually a, a lot of the past Four All Blacks All like Blacks, yeah. Jerome Kano, um, Tinger, yeah, um, John Afoa, those I sort of guys. There's a, Tialata, yeah, there's a fair few of those involved. guys involved. So I feel like it's across the board though because we've had the South African rugby decide they're going to go north and they cited arrogance from New Zealand yeah. rugby. Australia obviously having their issues and Hamish McLennan said that the relationship between the, the two organisations across the ditch is at the lowest ebb. Yeah. That was a quote from last week. And then you've got this come out. New Zealand rugby are not doing things well at the moment in terms of the relationships with the people that were and should be partners in all of this, like you said, Sean. Yeah, they're, they're not getting very many votes back home as well. And the pressure read over there, there's a lot of people coming out and saying, like, we don't need to do it this way. And like, again, you, dis- you separate the All Blacks from New Zealand rugby as you do with Rugby Australia and the mm. Wallabies. And I do think that New Zealand rugby, as I said, as I said it's a new administration. Steve Chew's resigned. There's a new CEO there. And it's probably a testing out period. And there is certainly some decisions being made over there. That Could is, you imagine being in the PR team? Did you oh, wouldn't get much sleep at the moment. No, it's been a the, tough the few months from over yeah, there. Yeah, PR side. Like, whichever, like, whatever side you sit on, like, it's just, like we said it last week, too much of it's too public, too much of it's just not done correctly in the sense that they get on the same page before they maybe release a joint statement as opposed to having one and then seven minutes later someone yeah. else being yeah. upset then someone else calling someone arrogance. It's, it's a bit like name calling. It's a bit schoolyard for me. And it's, and it's, it's, it's not what we expect yeah. from these professional organisations. Just get it sorted, let the boys play and uh, get on with it. Time for the check-in where we head to Wallabies Camp and see what's happening there. We'll go across the ditch, of course, and we're going to talk to Matt Phillip, who's been kind enough to join us. Guys, we're going to FaceTime him. That's what we do here on the Aussie Rugby Show. So, Matt, first up, uh, what's it been like being in the, the first camp with new Wallabies coach Dave Rennie? 
Um, hey guys, thanks for having me, first of all. Uh, yeah, it's been really exciting. There's a, a lot of excitement in the air. There was a bit of unknown um, first off the bat, but I think everyone's really took to the messages he's trying to sell to us. Uh, and there's obviously been a lot of hard work, but uh, a bit of fun at the same time. So I'm pretty excited for the uh, first game this week. Matt, it's true. Mitchell here, bear with me. I'm a little bit uh, under the weather, you could say, <laughs> from the weekend. But, mate, uh, I just want to know what you guys have been doing to keep yourselves entertained in quarantine uh, in, in a little bubble over there but, uh, while, you, while you're preparing for the Bledisloe. Uh, there hasn't been too much downtime at the moment. Obviously, there's a lot of knowledge that we've had to get over, uh, a lot of new structures, a lot of new line-outs as well. But uh, there's been little, little periods um, for a bit of handball here and there. Um, a couple of the boys can play guitar. Uh, Harry Johnson Holmes, you know, he's not pretty, but his voice is beautiful. <laughs> so uh, I've been really enjoying listening to him um, sing me to sleep. Yeah, nice. Hey, Matty Halsey here. Uh, you announced a few months back that you're heading over to France, and that's still the case, we believe. Been back in the Wallaby squad after a couple of years out of it. Does that make you feel like you want to get back here and give yourself another chance when this contract in France is up? Um, yeah, definitely. Um, at the moment, I'm only going to uh, France for a year. Uh, and my intention uh, was to go there to try and get myself back into this squad, you know, improve my game around my set piece uh, and some of the things over there that the European style rugby is really known for. Um, so if, if all goes well, uh, which I'm hoping it will be, uh, you know, I'd love to come back and be a part of this environment. You know, I'm loving my time so far. Uh, hopefully I can make a good impression and they'll want me back. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrowcom slash ACAST. That's burrowcom slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. And Matty, without giving away too much ahead of the weekend, what sort of style can we expect from you blokes? Will it be fast and loose or a little tighter? Uh, I think it'll be exciting. Uh, it'll, it'll be exciting, Sean. Uh, I don't want to say anything wrong here, but it's going to be a great game to watch as they always are. So I'm excited. Yeah, we're excited as well. Thanks so much for your time, Matt. Really appreciate it. And best of luck to all the boys on the weekend. Thanks, guys. Have a good one. Let's continue the Bledisloe chat as we move into the weekend. And we're going to talk about maybe the style of play, guys. I want to know, is it a good idea, a bad idea? Let's say safe as a bank and or risky business. So we're going to answer it like that. Okay. Uh, first up, Wallaby's style of play, is it going to be free-flowing or is it going to be 
you know, a little bit tighter potentially. Can I just say how excited I am to have Test Match footy on? Yeah. Like, Bledisloe's on this weekend. Yeah. How good's that? Yeah. Yeah. Normally it's back in, what, August, September? Yeah. A little later in the year. We get to kick back on a Sunday afternoon. See, COVID hasn't been all that bad, sure. Oh, I know. But, like, I'm, I'm up for it this weekend. Like, Sunday Arvo footy. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Um, Fast pace. But going tries. to that, I, I think they'll um, probably play a bit more structured. Okay. We won't be seeing them play everything out of their own half, out of their own 22. I think they'll have a little bit more um, probably control around field position and try and play in the right areas. Yeah, judging on Super Rugby, if you look at the three tens that are in contention, there's Noah, there's James O'Connor or Will Harrison. They all played a relatively strong kicking game with their provinces this year. So I think we're going to see a little bit more kicking out of, the, out of their own end. And, and again, I think they'll, they'll rely hopefully on a, on a bit of the... The strength of the Wallabies' last World Cup campaign, which we didn't use enough, was probably our set piece. They grabbed a bit of the Brumby success over the last couple of years and it was working well for them, but we just weren't, couldn't do it for long enough in, in big games. So I think we'll see them play a little bit more like that. Which style of Super Rugby team from mm. Australia do you think will most likely be carried into the Test match this weekend? Which of the five teams Halsey will have said their the No, I th yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're still around, are they? Um, I would Reds? have said, no, if you've, it all depends on the nine and ten combination. So if, yeah. you, if they go with Tate McDermott and James O'Connor and maybe Harry Wilson, you're going to see, and I really do like, would like to hope that they go with combinations in certain positions. Mm. Um, again, if, if you're going to play a Brumby style of footy, you've got to have predominantly Brumby's plays in those key positions. So it all depends on the personnel. But I, I would personally really like to see the, the likes of McDermott, um, Harry Wilson and, and James O'Connor play together. Yeah, I think for me the style that the Reds played, I, I'd like to see them play that type of style this weekend. Mm. I think obviously the Brumbies worked, right? Like the, it was, there's no doubt in that. They were the most successful side. And, but it, I think at times if, if set piece was getting dominated, they weren't winning lineouts or whatever, yeah. then the fullback, they, they don't have as much of a fullback because what they do, they do really well. But I think the Reds can change, they can adapt a little bit more, but they've just got to get that little bit better at each of those types of play. So blooding youngsters like Tate McDermott, Noah Alessio against the All Blacks, is that safe as a bank or a risky oh, business? It's risky business, but at yeah. the same time, you've. I think we need to select the side that has points in them. If you're looking at how we can turn yeah. the Wallabies around, you, you've got to go with points in your side because you can, you can hopefully teach individuals and teams um, strong defence, good work ethic, you know, courageousness, all that sort of stuff. But it's very hard later in your, or in your 2025, or whatever, to, to install genuine attacking threats. Yeah. And I think if we go with points, mm. we can work well with yeah, that stuff. I think for too long, we've picked a side to defend the All Blacks as yep. opposed to making them defend us. And, you know, back in the day when they had Sonny Bill, it was all about who we're going to pick in the centres that can shut him down or who we're going to partner up or where we're going to hide the 10 so that we can defend the All Blacks rather than going, you know what, let's pick a team that's full of threat, that can go that their X factor that they're going to have to defend. And I think we've got that with, you know, the Dungunus, the Kurobetis, the, mm. you know, like there's just so many players now that have got that little bit of X factor, that little bit of something else that's going to make the defence of the All Blacks Make a question. Well, oh, sorry, it, answer a question. It's going to have to because in the last four years or so, it's something like 35 points. That's what the yeah, All Blacks exactly have I was going to ask how many points yeah. it's got to be 30. 30 yeah. and, and what we're fortunate enough this weekend is hopefully the big thing against the All Blacks is when you play over New Zealand, you can train all week and it can turn around and rain two hours before game day, and you, your tactics have to be able to change. So you've got to be able to play a variety of um, different game styles against them. Yeah. But on a day game, Sunday, let's hope it's good conditions. We're going to see. Lots of points, but that's probably, if you're looking at the difference with this new Wallaby side in the last five to ten years, is we need to be able to play different styles of footy.
Gone but not forgotten when we take the time to remember our favourite rugby players for their efforts both on and off the field. Uh, Drew, who we got this week? We've got the Catman, Ben Robinson. Catman do. Catman. He's uh, I'm the cat man. Yeah. I tell you, I used to love Lottie Dakiri. Like Lottie loved calling out Catman Dude, didn't he? Yeah. <laughs> Got a lot of he gave a lot of people a lot of fun times, Benny Robinson. Benny obviously known for his scrummaging and the, the, the sort of the, the play around the type, but he always he seemed to find himself. Yeah, yeah, he always seemed to find himself in some open space. And it was well, always like, look, it was great, but it also gave you a little bit of a chuckle every now and then. Like you, when you, you, when you <laughs> see just like and having no idea, like what do I do? Like in that it's space. when you appreciate your job when you see like like a world-class prop yeah. break through the line and you're 20 metres behind him just giggling to yourself, like yeah, yeah. admiring his, his crafty yeah. touch. No, like he was really, yeah. really soft good hands, soft yeah. hands. And I've just had a flashback. I wanted to yarn with him maybe 2009, 2010, so that would have been early days Wallabies, I'm guessing, for him. Got me to his house in the down near the airport in the west and remember he used to have a book where he'd take notes on his opposing yes. props. Yep. Did so you know, from early 2004 so he'd study and study guys and he, he would make notes. And I said to him, oh, can we go into your bedroom and check out your, your book? He goes, you want to come to my bedroom? He goes, oh, no, that, that's not going to happen. So that was the first part of the story. And then, he, and then the second part was going to be, because he's a mad foodie as well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we went no. to a place he, well, yeah, <laughs> the cat, um, we went to Black Bottle Bay together. And he realised quickly at this fancy seafood restaurant, it was game on, he could order what he wanted. And, man, could he go. It was like Alaskan king crab. Yeah, he's known lobster. for his chilli mud crab. There you yeah, go. Yeah, he gets the boys around all the time just to, to cook up some chilli mud crab. But he was a res- restaurateur out of the touring yeah. group. If you wanted to go for a nice dinner any time midweek, you'd go with cat. He's got a wine cellar he in does. his house, does Cellar cat. That was yeah. also yeah. a cellar cat. Mm-hmm. He's fitted a full rugby team in that wine cellar once. It's only small. Uh, there was one court session at the back end of a, a tour at, at Cardiff and Nathan Sharp was leading the court session. And I got fined for something. I, no, I, I sort of said something which is probably inappropriate and to, towards Ben Robinson. And then uh, they got me up to have a drink and they said, Drew, uh, Benny gets to face tan you, like just full... Slap you on the full, face. Full open, like hand slap across the face as punishment. And I was like, Sharp, are you kidding? Like, like it wasn't worth that, sure. <laughs> like, I'll have a beer, but it's not worth that. And he's like, no. And so I stood up in front of the, like, the circle and Cat, because Cat doesn't have the biggest hands, but he's just kind of, he's come back. A lot of girth on his hand. And he goes, but Sharpie said to me, he said, look, I'll give you right a reply no matter what. And I was like, okay, I'll do that. <laughs> and so then I stood there and I just, like, you know, chin out and just like, he slapped me and I was just like, filthy, right? And I'm waiting for Sharpie to go, all right, Drew, write a reply. And I was walking back to my seat, nothing. And I'm starting to fume at this point. And I just go to sit down and Sharpie goes, nah, that was shit. Drew, you get to write a reply. <laughs> And then I went, oh, we're on here. I just got a beer and just poured all over my hand. And Kat was standing there. And I've just come, like, just wound up. Just went... And then Kat's just gone. <laughs> I've, I've hit him a bit thick on the, on the palm of the hand. Out. Just, Wait, like, asleep. For a guy that's never thrown a punch in life, you've hit a lot of teammates, Drew. <laughs> Did you drop one with Parlin? Parlin? Who else? Yeah, actually, yeah. Curly? Um, but, Jesus. yeah, just hit him, hit him a bit thick with the, with the palm. <laughs> and um, Cat went for a little snooze. Cat nap. Cat Did you pour... Why'd you pour beer on your hand? Oh, because it, oh, it just really? slips yeah. like it slaps a bit you more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mental note. Or you sit in the with ice for a bit. This is legit. Yeah, yeah. The Punisher did. The Punisher was. The but he was also he was also like he always was just was up for anything. 2012, I was injured for a long time through my ankle and had a bit of time in my hands. And so I thought, oh, let's do the like um, like our own take on that flash dance commercial for uh, uh, yeah, 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 like yes. the Cardinal or whatever. Yeah, it was. Yes. And we got Cat in a little leotard yep, with the headband. And, was and it Lil? 
It was, well, it wasn't a little bit. <laughs> it was cute. Yeah. Right myself, I think, Helen Gahu, um, Benny Ma, we were, sort, right, we were sort of the, the interviewees. That, I think Bojo was there Berger with you as was well. Bojo was there, yeah, yeah. yeah. And so, um, yeah, got, I mean, he just committed to it. And it, was so, like, it, it was so good. And, it's one of the great clips. I mean, even like some of the, uh, you know, the All Blacks, they used to mock up those All Blacks skills. Yep. We did like a bit of a piss take one and they, you know, to catch a sausage and we just throw about like 10 <laughs> kilos of sausages, sauce all over. So he was always up for, for anything, for, for the boys to have a good, you know, a bit of a laugh. He's played about, I think it's 60, maybe 70 tests and like seriously good player. At one yeah. stage, probably the best loose head in the world. He, he never played in a World Cup though. He had injuries. Yeah, he did just his knee before, just before at, eleven at, at the camp. And yeah, at, down at Coogee. Yeah, yeah like a, a seriously good footy player. Most capped Waratah alongside yep. Curtly Beale as well. They were both on the same amount, so he played plenty of footy. I think maybe it was an eye injury at the end. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Stop. So you haven't seen him lately because he's got three boys under the age of two. Yeah, just had twin boys. Yeah. After so he's a little bit busy at the moment. Yeah. Definitely not forgot. <laughs> Time to dive into the Aussie Rugby Show mailbag brought to you by Extra Hop. Visit extrahop.com. Guys, this week, plenty happening on Twitter. Did you just slur the X in Extra Hop? There? No. I've been, <laughs> up, I've been up for a long time, though. You've been up since you got a long job. Yeah. What have you got for your... Oh, that must be nice. <laughs> <laughs> I've been up for a long time too. Guys. Yeah. What have you got Different first? reasons. What are you up here for? We're going to talk about the caterpillar, uh, Sean. A <laughs> uh, question from John Shadlow on Twitter. Why don't more refs come down on the caterpillar like Owens? Why do teams try and come up with such negative play? Uh, look, it's, it's within the laws at the moment. That's why yeah. referees don't come down on it. I, I don't dislike what um, Nigel Owens did, but he actually went outside the laws, you, you're allowed to do what yeah, the team was no, doing. No, he said use it, yeah. they didn't use it, and he nailed it. Yeah, but That's they actually, technically, they had uh, shoulders on hips, so they, they had done everything right. No, at the base of the rut, if the ref says use it, you've got to use it. Yeah, I get that, Sean. Yeah, but it kind of, it took it in his own hand a little bit. He obviously doesn't like that part of it. He sees it as an angry play. Which, we don't like it which, either. We don't like it, but yeah. it's not up to Nigel Owens to change the rules of world rugby. At the moment, that is something that no, you but can But that was do. the rules. What? You have to use it. If it's at the base of the rug and the ref says use it, you have to use it. Yeah, but you're allowed to set up that thing. That's the reason Yeah, but he's just said it earlier because... You like the caterpillar? No, we don't like the caterpillar. But there's, 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 there's a movie called The Human Centipede. You should watch that. But, um, <laughs> but it, it's not up to Nigel... It's dark. It's yeah. not up to Nigel Owens to go out of the realms of the World Rugby officiating rule book. No, but he didn't go outside of it. No, he just... He went too early. Like... He, if he had the, it's got to be consistent. If the if the ball's available at that quick a time, he's got to say use it then at every ruck. It's just he did it at that one because it was the made an example. The yep. caterpillar. I like that yeah. caterpillar. Yep. Okay. Good one. Uh, Luke Barrow getting around us once again. He says another week, another question. Who's the absolute key player to shut down for Bledisloe one? And yes, there are many. Go. Drew. Uh, whoever they play at ten, I'd say yeah. uh, Moanga or or Barrett. Yeah, I'll go with the nine. Aaron Smith or TJ, I'm assuming it'll be. Yeah. Yeah. All 23. Yeah, 100% yeah. with you on that. Uh, Sean, so Jimmy Robertson has uh, really overachieved here. He's got three questions. He went berserk. He did, yeah. We don't Jimmy. give him all three. No, no, no we're giving no, all three. No, I like it. No, 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 uh, name your favourite Kiwi Heartland Championship match day experience. Oh, no, hang on a second. They do it so well over there. I'll go back to 05 when I was playing over there in Hawke's Bay. It's Bledisloe. We can you talk about You know what they do? It. They look after you. So village footy over there, you rock up, you play your game, they'll put a stew on for you, throw you a couple of crates of tui. I love that about how they do it there. We could learn a bit on this side of the mm. okay. attachment. Okay. Next question. Uh, Next. Drew, who's the best Kiwi winger ever mar- you've ever marked? Uh, Rock and Soko. 
Mm, okay, short and sharp. Yeah. Uh, Jimmy doesn't like you, didn't give you a question, but he gave me one. I, uh, I like Jimmy. <laughs> or his questions. <laughs> Louise, how painful is it to host this show with these blokes, rate from one to ten? Uh, I couldn't even put that on that scale. Let's say... Uh, individual. Go individual. No, 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 no. <laughs> we don't have time. It takes way too long. Sean leaves a WhatsApp group once a week. There's always a bar <laughs> once a week. So yeah, at that point in time... Sean's the ill and degenerous it, yeah. of the group. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's so accurate. How many times have you left the WhatsApp group, Sean? Once. <laughs> <laughs> this week. I'm not saying this one. I'm talking about in general. I yeah. told you I watched the social dilemma. It's, no, 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 I needed no, no, no. a cleanse. It's Ellen yeah. DeGeneres behaviour, Sean, and it needs to stop, and I'm glad we're in it here. Okay? <laughs> we'll see you on the line. Bit unpacked there. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, that's it. Aussie rugby. That's it. Oh, wait, you're that's saying it. that I bully staff. We don't even have any staff. That's not a knee boy who does everything on his one little peg leg. There's no one here for me to bully. You're just an emotional roller coaster. That's moment, true. Sean. That's true. We Timings, love you though. It's okay. Run shoots. Um, can we get tips before we go very oh, quickly? Go. Okay. Ah, uh, yep. Yeah. I haven't seen the side yet, so that goes a bit into it. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'll throw it out there. I'll, I'll go. Heart saying Australia by six, but head saying New Zealand by. So which one are you going? I'm going to go between the head and the heart. I'll go through the larynx. We've got a whole go... lot of time, so yeah. just keep padding out. It's great. Wallabies to win. By two. By four. By five. Boom. Okay, like it. Uh, thanks to your company for another episode of the Aussie Rugby Show. Thank you to you, Sean, Wellesley, Drew Mitchell. Make sure you get around us on Twitter. Facebook, Instagram, we're everywhere on the socials. We're a podcast too. We're a podcast. Thank you. Yep. You're a big, big listener, big yep. fan of the podcast. Guys, get around us. We'll see you next time. Ellen, really? <laughs> That's it. Don't forget to subscribe to stay on top of the show with new episodes dropping each week. And remember, if moving pictures are more your thing, you can catch the show at rugbypass.com or via the Aussie Rugby Show on YouTube. Like, follow, subscribe, tell your friends, your uncle, you know the drill. See you next week.